Take two. John Moore here. Good morning. All right, let's check it out. What do we got? Coffee in hand. Yes. Clock is visible. Yes. Hump day is here. Wednesday, February 10th, 2021. And I have covered all my bases. This is uh, take two, by the way, because the take one, I was trying to remember all the things that I wanted to add into the podcast, and I felt like I was leaving something out. So basically deleted the stuff I had said before, which was about, I don't know, 90 seconds worth of stuff, and then came back and started to record some more. So here it is, take two, John Moore, Nebulous Ramblings. I am John Moore, your host for this, and this is in association with WBT 1110 AM, 99.3 FM, WBT.com, Radio.com, and now the WBT mobile app. Yes, WBT has its own mobile app, so go there into the uh, the app store or the uh, whichever one it is. I don't know. What do they call it for uh, iPhones and droids? Anyhow, you know that store where you go in there and buy the apps? Well, WBT is there now, so hopefully you'll check that out. All good things WBT you can find there. And, yes, it is hump day. I was trying to think. Now, Now, in a little bit, at about 6.20 this morning, it's, it's 4.22 now. I come in here to cut the podcast. I like to, I'd rather do it now than after the show because after the show, you're, you're, you know, you, you've, you've used it up. You've spent it all. You, you've just left it out there on the field, all, all that you had. Speaking of that, congratulations to the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. I, I, I know a lot of Bucks fans, people that are in Florida that I've worked with over the years, and I know you're happy. I pulled for the Bucks years ago when they got that last Super Bowl. Uh, yeah, couldn't really do it this time, but uh, congrats to uh, to Brady and crew there. Uh, that was that was interesting, interesting. I, I'm not gonna rehash all the Super Bowl stuff and the commercials. That's all been done. If I'd been really constructive and really uh, uh, on top of things, I would have been doing some uh, clean out, some more clean out at the house, uh, some more some more organizational stuff. I was lucky enough to get to do that a few Saturdays ago. Took some real time. It, it was a, a nice day, a little warmer. So I figured it was a good time to to clean out what we call the tool house. The tool house. Now, the tool house has been there for years. That that one's out behind uh, mom and dad's old house. And uh, from what I understand, it was built by my dad and my grandfather, my mom's dad. And... It's uh, it's seen some, it's seen some years. It's had had a lot of, a lot of stuff, put in it, taken out of it. It's been uh, reworked. It's been re-roofed recently. And uh, my brother-in-law Chuck did a lot of good work on it, maybe a decade or so ago. Well, probably going on, anyhow, twenty years. I don't know. It it needed some work. It was leaning a little to the left. <laughs> so, uh, Chuck came over and uh, and did a, a, some nice work on it. And it, it's still going, but you know the thing about a tool house is like any other space that's enclosed that you can put stuff in. Clutter gets in there, and uh, they, there had been some clutter going on. So got in there, pulled everything out: lawnmower, tiller, gasoline, kerosene, every type of yard implement that that you can imagine to to maintain your yard. And, and I got to looking at the just a pile of shovels and I was like how do we have seven shovels where 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 in the world who needs who needs seven shovels I think there were 
maybe three or four rakes and a couple of pitchforks. Like like we're bailing hay out in the suburbs or something. We're, we're going to have to... Now, I realized that, wow, okay, so this many shovels, well, let's start thinking back. Okay, well, and the ones my parents had, I guess uh, I grew up with those, and uh, the ones from my grandparents, when they passed, and then the one from my other grandparents when they passed, and then ones like, I see, I think I got one uh, from my wife, and I got one when we got married as a, it was like a wedding gift was a, sho- was a shovel, <laughs> which is okay. You know, yard yard tools are good when you're giving somebody wedding Wedding gifts, think of that because you're, you're starting a new household and you might have to dig up, you know, dig up a plant, uh, work on a garden or something. And uh, but so, yeah, you can accumulate a lot of shovels over the years and other uh, other other tools. So but I, was, I felt good that day because I got a lot, a lot done and got that thing organized. And there was an old mower in there, probably 20 years old. Well, maybe almost 20, something like that. But it had, you know, it had suffered the ravages of ethanol gas. And, of course, the little uh, things internally had, it had messed up, and it won't start. And it's it's pretty much shot. And I realized, you know what, if if I if I were here at the house all the time, not that I, I want to be home all the time every single moment, but I thought if I were, I'd take this thing apart. I'd sand down the body, spray paint it. You know, redo the engine and uh, sharpen the blade, all things up, get everything put back in place and have this mower. But it's like, you know what, for what it is right now, this is just, this is a uh, another piece that's on the way to uh, having me featured on the Hoarders uh, television program that's just going to stack up. So, hey, I got rid of it. And I know that, you know, I dropped it off at the dump. I'm sure somebody drove by and said, oh, look at there. I'm going to get that and fix that up. And maybe they did. Maybe somebody took it home with them and fixed it up. I don't know. For me, it was just junk, and it had to go. And uh, let's see here. Hey, where's my where's my A-team alarm? Okay, well, well, this this alarm means I got to go in the other room because we got the news coming up. And I'm going to run the news. And I'm going to come back here and uh, continue with the podcast. So we're going to talk a little more about about tools tools somewhere in the archives that i've got hidden around here is george nori saying what a tool i need to find that what a tool all right so the news is handled and i'm back in the studio recording the podcast where was i oh we're talking about tools and um cleaning out clutter and that kind of thing i love the uh i love finding the old tools in the tool shed there are uh there are some things going back a ways in there there are some, it looks like uh, like something that may have been attached to a, uh, like a like a scythe or whatever they call it, the metal part where you uh, harvest the grain. And um, there's these, uh, I don't even know what you call them. They go on a tiller and they, they bust up the dirt. But obviously it's from a, a previous tiller or something from back in the day because they're really old looking. And a couple of those things I hang on to. And there's some uh, wedges for for busting up wood. If you got an old, uh, some old wood laying around, you you know, you put that uh, wedge in there and you hit it with the sledgehammer and it, and it busts it wide open. You know, for when, it, for when an axe just won't do. Uh, so we have that. But I love going through there. I love the old, uh, there's the old tiller in there, the, the old orange uh, simplicity. 
that uh that was at my grandmother's and when I was a kid and uh I love the story behind that one that uh it was used in her garden over there in North Belmont where they had a farm and yeah I think everybody that that tilled up over there used that thing uh this is going back into the back into the 70s and maybe even before that I can only remember back to the 70s because that's that's when I was kind of uh starting to become aware of of things and as a kid but that old orange old orange simplicity tiller got used a lot and I think at one point if I remember correctly you know grandmother my grandmother was getting up there and years and uh her four sons were they were worried about her so they they were saying uh you know don't uh don't get out there with that tiller and uh don't be out in the garden messing around (laughs) which of course made her want to get out there with that tiller and start messing around in the dirt and that just the fact that you know you get up to a, a certain age and you you, you, you may struggle with some stuff and <laughs> have family there to help you out, which is pretty cool. But she was pretty stubborn about that. She wanted to be out in her garden. And uh, that tiller, back in the, sometime back in the, I guess it was the mid-90s, the uh, engine uh, seized up. And it was, gosh, I wish I knew how old the thing was to begin with. But I... Uh, I got to looking at it, and I and I thought, you know what? I can put a replacement motor on there. And I know that for those purists out there that remember a simplicity from the '60s, brand new or however old this one was, they would have said, "Oh no, you got to tear that motor down and fix it and make it like." Well, you know, this is yeah, this was the '90s. I was twenty something. I didn't care about all that. I just said, "Hip, you know what? Here's a replacement Briggs and Stratton. I'm going to stick it on there," and I did. And it works great. It's been working great for, for years. I started it up the other day. It just needs a belt now. There's a little belt that uh, every once in a while the belts wear out. It's a one drive belt on there. I think I'm getting lost in the minutia of tiller technicalities. So I'm going to come back out of that now. But needless to say, I think I'm just itching to get out there and break up some dirt. You know, it's getting to be that time where I start looking forward to spring i know we're in the middle of february and all that stuff but i'm ready to get out there and just break it up and start start prepping it start getting it ready to to put those tomatoes and peppers and i i know i'm just i'm way (laughs) it's way early for that but the tools that a lot of them are inherited i know a lot of people uh inherit tools from their family i love dad's tools and dad's toolbox he had uh Dad had a couple of toolboxes when I was growing up. They were kind of this dark brown. One was bigger than the other. One was kind of a little rectangle. The other was kind of a taller one with two doors at the top that would fold out and had trays in it. And they were both they were both named Kennedy. And I guess I never thought to ask him, you know, Dad, when you got these toolboxes, were they named Kennedy because this was the era after... Uh, you know, after President Kennedy had been assassinated and they made maybe they, some sort of tribute or something like that. Or was it just the Kennedy company that, and I, you know, I, I know I could Google that stuff, but I I, uh, I haven't Googled it. But I love uh, 
dad's old toolboxes. And then sometime he got a he got a red one later on, and it was a I don't think it was as, as good a quality as those older ones, because eventually the uh, the box the little box in the top of it it was a little plastic one where you put stuff. Eventually it broke, and he he's he was the he was the uh, the woodworking guy. He he made another tray to go in that red toolbox made out of wood and the uh, the tools that are in it it's just neat to look at the ones to look at the tools that your dad used on a regular basis i know one thing my dad was a stickler about was if you get a tool out of here put it back put it back where you got it it doesn't matter what it is wherever you got it from put it back where you got it because the next time i go to get a tool then i will know where to find it and that's one thing that he definitely got instilled into my head over the years. And now I'm the one saying, okay, now, of course, not. people don't usually come take tools out of there, but if they did, I would say, make sure you put that back where you got it. Now, I know I've said that before to my daughter, and maybe not about tool, but about some other thing. It's like, yeah, put that back where you got it. And so, but I love the tools. I, I love the just the, the there's this one little one i had misplaced it for a while and then i found it again it's it's uh it's a little tester for your your outlet if you're wanting to make sure there to see if there's an electrical current going through the receptacle you, you plug either prong into the into the electrical outlet and this little light comes on this lets you know if hey if you're about to do you're about to stick a screwdriver in here and change this thing out you better kill the power to it that one's one of the the neater ones in there all kinds of wrenches and wire cutters and uh hammers and things like that a couple of tools from uh back in the day in uh, uh a fire at a mount holly hardware store where my grandfather had worked there were uh, some some tools there that got got a little hot and got a little darkened and because uh, they they made it through the fire but they were damaged they would have thrown them out and uh in the process of that, you know, grandfather picked up a couple of those and just seeing those tools looking through there and organizing and didn't throw any of the tools out because stuff like that you end up using one way or another, whether you're working on a sink or uh, replacing a, a faucet or some sort of lighting fixture. But I started thinking about those tools and how, you know, year after year, Regardless of of who who is here, the tools remain. The tools do the job, and they are handy. And regardless of the the uh, the holder or the user of the tool, uh, they're there to repair things when there's a problem or when something breaks, or um, they're just they're just there. And I, I feel that way about a lot of the uh a lot of the problems we see today it, the things that really cloud your vision uh things that can hang over you like a like a fog if you think too much about it and the problems we face as a, as a country or as as a group locally but we all have the tools to make those things better and the, the, I think part of the key of uh, dealing with issues is to use the tools you have, put them back where you got them. No, no, use the tools you have, 
and make things better. And don't just give up on any given situation because if you have have the tools to work on something, you can make it better. Don't just throw the tools out because the situation is bad. Hang on to those tools. They could come in handy someday. This is John Moore. Nebulous Ramblings is the name of my podcast. You can find it on our website, WBT.com. And uh, don't forget our new uh, our WBT mobile app. You can get that in the App Store. And uh, listen to WBT Radio, 1110 AM, 99.3 WBT FM. And thanks for listening.